Hey everybody, welcome to episode 31 of Tech Chatter, the tech discussion podcast. I'm your host, Mike King, and joining me as always is Rich Reader. Hey, hey, I'm I'm just I'm here recording finally. Yeah, <laughs> I decided actually. to press record. Yeah, we had we this episode began five minutes earlier, but you're not gonna hear it because someone forgot to actually record before talking. <laughs> Yeah. And, and and he's not on the weed anymore. He gave that up because I guess he wanted to be smarter. Hmm. And more alert. How's that going for you, Rich? Kamehameha! Ah, <laughs> uh, did you see the Broly movie or are you just going off... Or, or are you just ra- are you just receiving the radiation of my excitement over Definitely it? Definitely receiving the radiation, although I will probably see it as soon as it hits the, the internet tubes. I can send you a copy of it. It already made it on YouTube. Someone put up a full high-quality version of it. Really? Oh, well then, yeah, then you should send it over. Although I, I haven't kept if up it's, with... If it's been taken down, you can... Uh, I haven't kept up with... Uh, and by kept up, I mean I haven't seen any of Dragon Ball Super, so... You definitely have to. It is... You're, it just is a direct continuation off the end of the show, so watch the Japanese dubs. Finish that because it plays off immediately after that, and it references a lot of it. Uh, Dragon Ball GT, right? Fuck no. That That's being erased from the canon, hopefully. So what is it... It's Super that you need to watch for. I know, but what is Super replacing, then? Well, it's taking place between Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT. Oh, okay. So I need to finish and the end of And hopefully they just... Ho- well, yeah. Okay. And hopefully they just ignore GT and just be like, you know what? It would be great if that happened, but we're doing this instead. Well, if they retconned it like they do with Broly. Because there were Broly movies before, but all the Dragon Ball Z movies have nothing to do with the show. Like the um, reference characters in the show, yeah. but they like they're not. Their canon. timeline doesn't affect the show. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, which I, I this found one very does. annoying. So this was good because it's directly integrated with the show, so it counts. And uh, if the listeners, if you guys can't figure out why we're talking about this, it's because we actually talked a little more about this as well as uh, some other um, non uh, silver screen properties i guess over on our other show pop chatter we talked about what's best for hollywood that'll be episode one of pop chatter probably coming out after you hear this i'm assuming uh since if you're listening to this on the um was it geekfallout.podbean.com feed then um we need to get you off of that and bring you over to the anchor one isn't that right Yep, that ship is sinking. It's been scuttled, all hands abandoned ship. We're getting in the anchor life rafts. Yeah. And we're just we're just sailing off to to another port. That that one's sinking. It's it's going away. Bye bye. So you're gonna have to so resubscribe to our new feed, which is with Anchor. Although I'm sure you can still just type us into uh, iTunes or whatever, and you'll see the new logo, uh, Tech Chat, the new Tech Chatter logo. You'll see that resubscribe to us there and the geek fallout feed is going to be erased and reformatted as the new pop chatter feed um and you'll have to subscribe to that because the whole url everything is changing so just switch over and everybody's going to be happy and uh stay tuned for the debut of pop chatter coming soon indeed now 
another debut I can't wait for is spring. Oh my gosh, you're t- it's so cold here right now that we were just like, you know what? Let's just pass it on to the states. We can't we can't even handle it all. Like I saw Trevor Noah the other day and he came down here. First thing he said was the show must be canceled because I got off the plane and there was snow everywhere. So how are you people here? Like it was insane. He was like, it's too cold. It's too cold. If if a if a police officer pulls me over and tells me to put my hands up, I'm gonna tell him no. I'm keeping them in my pockets. It's so cold. <laughs> well, he can get away with that in Canada because we'll just be like, come on, man, don't give us a hard time. Eh? <laughs> yeah. it, it's not like the American cops will they will will they'll be like he didn't comply. <laughs> Did I you, had to shoot him. Did you see that uh, that spit test thing from uh, what was it? This hour has 22 minutes for pulling over potheads. Now I'm gonna need you to spit in here. And right before he says in here, the stoner spits in his face. <laughs> oh, Canadians were so uh, funny. So funny. I thought in Canada the spit test was if you can spit and hear it shatter when it hits the ground, that's when it's too cold. Or if you can spit at all, then you're not stoned. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let's wow. let's look forward so, towards the spring. spring. Yeah, towards nice You'll warmer get weather. So many things like the bugs will be coming back. The dust storms, and uh, you know what? I can't, I can't, I can't speak for you, but what I can't wait for is hearing those loud motors on the motorcycles. Just the people that take those those limiters off, and you can just hear those things from like three blocks away, like going. That's a terrible segue. Like nothing, what the hell are you talking like about? Like a nice gas motor on these motorcycles. What's wrong with you? Shut the fuck up, man. And. What I really dread is these electric motorcycles that might actually be silent. Yes, there'll be silent motorcycles coming out. And who's bringing them out? But the people who know motorcycles best, Harley Davidson. I'm, st- I'm still confused. You're you're excited about this? You're excited about... Wait, so, I'm... D- it's called sarcasm, you dumbass. Oh, you just leaned so hard into it, man. I was just like, wow, he really loves motorcycles. And dust storms and bugs. <laughs> Who doesn't love getting that shit in their eyes? Yeah, this is actually uh, the. Maybe I'll find treasure if I dig hard enough into my retina to get the dust out. <laughs> the uh, the live wire, I think, is what it's called, isn't it? Indeed, and this thing looks fucking great, doesn't it? I love it. I mean, it's I. It looks like a transformer. Uh, I was gonna say like it. It looks great. It looks very much like a regular motorcycle, which is obviously what they're going for. Um, they've they've definitely avoided what uh, car companies have had to overcome, which is if it's a hybrid or an electric, it must look weird. Um, they've avoided that here. It looks very much like a regular motorcycle. I would say, however. Personally, if it, if it's going to be electric, like why not fucking make it look like the Tron motorcycle? Like they did that. I mean, I know that that's actually a real thing that exists. Somebody like there's a company that makes an electric version of the Tron motorcycle, even though it can only go like I think it's like 40 miles an hour or something. Like it's not fast at all because it's too big and heavy. But like, couldn't you make it look a little it's Harley. Like, make it like sleek or something? Like I... it's Harley's first electric 
motorcycles, so they have to have this nice transition thing where you can still be like, it's that Harley look, that Harley no, you machismo, know what, I'm still a macho you dude. You know what, no. And then when the no. entire idea of electric motorcycle starts to permeate the zeitgeist, then people can be like, not that electric motorcycles are cool, now I can tron that shit up. No, I don't, I don't, I don't like it, actually. Like, it looks nice. It looks like a Harley, kind of, I guess, like Harley-ish, but you know what, though? I've, I've been staring at it for now a couple minutes, and you know what I realized? It's a fucking crotch rocket. It's just a way nicer American-looking crotch rocket. Environmentally conscious crotch yeah, rocket. Yeah, well, yeah, that's great, but it's still a fucking crotch rocket. Like, why can't it be, why can't it be a cruiser, right? Because why can't it be a touring appeal. bike? Why can't it be a hog? I want to Why can't it be a chopper with some nice, <laughs> nice tall handlebars? You know, Orange County chopper. I, I'm sorry. I really don't like Roger Rockets. Well, it's meant to. It's a. It's an introductory thing. They can't make all their models look like this. They have to have one model. See how it does. Get the bugs out of it, and then when the entire concept is accepted, like people, like, how many people want? motorcycles because they're loud noisy fucking things like i would love to see motorcycles that are the, and like it says like the loudest sound you're going to hear will be your heart racing <laughs> so i i sincerely applaud silent motorcycles because i like the idea of them you know what the, i just hate like all that you noise. know what the issue is though is that um a the noise is uh partly a safety factor because motor and I've actually I've gone for my motorcycles uh, license before I've, I've uh, you know um, gotten training and stuff like that so I'm very 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 amateur um, knowledge around uh, around it but uh, it's it's a safety feature because you're so small that quite often you you pass in and out of um, the blind spots of a larger vehicle and so having that loud exhaust actually helps people see you by having them go i can't see it but i can hear it so i'm gonna look around me and where is it now i see it and if you're silent then they can't see you and that's why 99.9 percent .9 of motorcycles are very loud so there is that i wonder how they're gonna compensate for that because i mean that does definitely help like are you gonna have the whole thing glow in the dark or you know like maybe have some like some uh laser markers that you know those uh have you seen that for bicycles where when you're riding on the on the road it projects uh lines like a lane line on either side of you when you're on a bicycle so it gives you like your own dotted lines to drive in between so that people can help see you a little more maybe they need something like that um but mm. uh i think that uh the silent thing is uh silent but deadly <laughs> well, we'll see how it is. So far, I'm liking what I see. All these things, all the features on this are great. Like, it goes from 0 to 100 kilometers in under 3.5 seconds because there's no clutch, no fast. gears. Uh, well, that's the, that is just its starting speed. No, but that's, you the, can get that's the same speed, 0 to 100, is like a, a Tesla, though. And that a Tesla is like 10 times the weight. We're not talking about Teslas, man. We're talking about motorcycles. Fine. It's the same speed as like a much. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's not. It doesn't seem like that fast, considering how light it is, and that it's got an electric engine. Like you, like that must be limited. I bet you that it can actually go faster than that, and they have software on it or something that is stopping it from going any faster. 
or like well, from you accelerating to charge it. You got your onboard charger that has a level one charger, so you can just plug it into any household outlet, or you can visit your public fast charge stations and get them done there. And it's got something called an HD Connect service. Do you know anything about this? No. It is like the most connected motorcycle experience. You can just connect remotely to your smartphone. You can check vitals like your battery charge status, see the location on a map, get security alerts if it's been bumped, tampered, or moved. Hmm. So it seems. So if someone steals your bike, it lets you know exactly. I'm I'm in Wisconsin now. So it seems like it's pretty much the the same service that every electric car seems to have nowadays. And actually, a lot of like they, it's just their version of of uh, of an app because I mean, like you can actually get a lot of things like that, like that app um, information. You can get that with uh, hybrids, plug-in hybrids, fully electric, fuel cell cars, and even some higher-end regular cars where it'll tell you instead of like your battery charge, it'll be like how much gas you have left. So or, you know, start your app up or start your car up at a certain time. So that's cool that it has it for such a, a small vehicle. My biggest issue I have to say with this, considering how small it is, the fact that it goes just about the regular speed as a as a, a higher end uh, gas car or even just a regular Tesla, um, and motorcycles are usually supposed to go faster. It's also only limited to 177 kilometer range, which is going to be your average. So that is a little iffy as well, because that's 177 kilometers, not miles. If it was 177 miles, then maybe. But the biggest part of this... When you have speed, you have to consider weight. Yeah, it weighs nothing. it's super fast, yes, and that's why it has to be not... That's why it can't be super fast, because you need to be able to control it. And if it's too light, you won't be able to get that traction and, you know, get your cornering done right. You need I'm to talking about acceleration. You you're, you're not, not going to be accelerating doing a turn. But anyway, all of my issues come into the factor that this car will be, or car, this uh, motorcycle will be starting at 37250 US dollars, is it? I believe. Oh, no, I guess that must, no, that must be Canadian, actually, because they're saying kilometers. Yeah, right? and it's on... Yeah, the link goes to harleydavidson.com slash ca. Oh, thank God, because I look, I, I was doing all my estimates based on that being American, and that would have been $48,949.29, which would have been way too much. Now I have way less of an issue with all of the flaws in this thing. <laughs> and it's got... Are you much of a, uh, a motorcycle, te- uh, like a gearhead, when it comes to motorcycles? Um, no, but I do like motorcycles, and I hope one day to trick my wife into letting me get one. Well, it's got so many cool things like the HD Revelation powertrain, which can produce 100% of its torque instantly. So and it's right below the battery to lower the center of gravity for easier handling. <laughs> Why is that funny? Because they're just renaming regular shit that every electric vehicle has to make it sound more important than it is. All well, electric you are cars. Explaining it to people who are interested in motorcycles. I know that, but it, all electric vehicles have. 100% torque instantly. They're making it sound like, I don't know, it's just, I, I find it Remember, really this funny. is Harley. They're explaining it to people who aren't familiar with with electric engines. They're dealing with people that are used to, like, grinding motors, so they still have to sell the benefits of electric motors, basically. I don't Not think, people that are up to speed on I electric don't think mo- No, electric but I, don't, I really don't think that you have to, because, I mean, you know, I would say the general public actually knows... A, a, you know quite a bit about electric 
cars and how they work nowadays. Everybody knows that electric cars have more torque and, you know, like a vigorous amount of torque compared to regular cars. You know, especially somebody, anybody who's interested in this is going to know already about electric vehicles. Like, I can almost guarantee yeah, but you're talking that, to Harley riders. Doesn't matter. That I really don't think that there's uh, going to be a very high amount of Harley riders, like regular, like, you know, your, your grizzled old biker dude with a veteran's jacket on. And, you know, like, you're not going to be switching over with that. This is probably more for getting new, kids. new, well, yes, that's actually a very good point. But I was going to say new riders. This is to get new riders, right? Like our generation and the next generation who want motorcycles, but who are also eco-conscious. You know what I mean? Because yeah, the, the average age of a, of a Harley driver now has probably got to be at least 50, 55. Yeah, it's so. got a lightweight aluminum frame, which is extremely rigid with responsive handling. And boy, adjustable suspension. And check out these sports tires. Are you try, are you Radio. actually trying to sell me the vehicle, or are you just reading the brochure? This is hilarious. I'm trying to share the statistics with our listeners rather than you just rattling off reasons why they why people I'm trying to like undersell this thing. Like yeah, it's not so cool. It's not that impressive. Well, no, I mean it, it is. It's very impressive for a first try, but I think they can do a lot better, and I think they limited themselves. And yeah. it's probably I would still say it's probably a little overpriced. Like if this was thirty thousand dollars Canadian. For sure, because aren't you, all electric vehicles overpriced? Uh, yeah, ish. But I mean, like, I'm not hearing enough. You can get an electric. You can buy a full-on uh, five-passenger electric car with 300 kilometer range for the same price as this, or less, in Canada yeah. right now. But you won't be able to like have that ripping. No, you're definitely right. But I'm experience. saying your value here is. I can transport me and a backpack 177 kilometers for $40,000 or for 35,000 to 40,000 I can transport me up to five four more people a shit ton of stuff our pets stuff on the roof and maybe even tow something light you know twice as many kilometers so it just the, this is for those free spirits that yeah I do with. like the fact that this is coming because I mean everything should be going electric. In fact, I actually saw an article yesterday that was uh, who was a cat. I think the people that make all of the um, uh, all the construction equipment they just showed off a uh, a massive um, what is it uh, front diggers whatever they're called excavator a fully electric excavator. That, That's great. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, everything should be going electric. So I applaud them for trying, but I feel like we can get more out of Harley. And also, personally, I would have been way more excited if it wasn't a crotch rocket. Like, if it was an actual, you know... You wanted, like, a something that looked like a Triumph or an Indian? No, I wanted something that looks like a Harley, not something that looks like a fucking Kawasaki, Kawasaki Ninja or Suzuki or something. Like, I want, like, you know, like, lean... This is lean forward. So any motorcycle where you're kind of leaned over the um, gas tank is usually generalized as a crotch rocket. And that is more popular with the um, Japanese, uh, Korean, you know, the, the imports, uh, that uh, the Asian imports, right? Whereas the American style is usually to sit upright or to lean back a little bit. And those are called well, cruisers, touring... Um, road bikes, hogs, choppers, 
I would be far more excited to see something like that. So I can bet you that th that'll be, if not the next electric bike they release, the one after that will definitely be uh, more American, you know, old school American style, because that's how you're going to actually get the average Harley driver to switch over to an electric Harley for sure. Who knows what the final product will be? Because this does say it as a prototype. That is true. And uh, production model features may vary. I wonder if it has heated hand grips. That's always something that would be useful in Canada. Hmm. Hmm. Well, anyway, on the complete opposite end of that, um, I saw the most freaking hilarious vehicle ever. And actually, if you go to the webpage uh, here that um, I have linked, uh, we'll try to include these notes, but uh, Anchor's kind of a little weird with that. But uh, I'm looking at an article here on uh, motor1.com about the Hyundai Elevate concept, which is a car slash fucking walker <laughs> concept, basically, where the <laughs> wheels can sit normal in its wheel wells and actually it kind of looks like a, a skinnier taller version of the volvo v30 i think their little hatchback that they have it, it it's actually very reminiscent of that um but then it can actually have uh hydraulic legs where the wheels are attached come out and they kind of make it look like it's being driven by what were those guys from the wizard of oz 2 called clockers clankers or something Tickers, uh, yeah. talkers, TikTokers or something. But the guys that bend over and they've got the, the, the wheels on their hands and legs in that movie, that's that that this is them as a car. Yeah, this cabbie looks like Bumblebee. Uh so it yeah, it's like a half transformed transformer. And basically it can uh climb over uh rocks, barriers, um possibly other cars, definitely smart cars, definitely electric motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the pictures they have here is of a, a version of this being used as an autonomous cab that's actually going up to a New York, uh, an old New York style home, or maybe San Francisco. It looks like a brownstone. Yeah, brownstone. Yeah. So it's coming up and uh, it's just backing in and the person who's in a wheelchair is coming out of their front door and going directly into the back of the car. So that's very innovative. Yeah, that's all great and all, but I have to wonder, before the cab came into existence, how did that guy leave that brownstone? Because do you see a ramp in this picture? But the ramp is, like, he's going to, what are you talking about? He's going to get into the cab, like, right through the through its ramp. But in a time, say, any time between the future where this cab exists and beforehand where the cab does not exist, how did this guy leave this brownstone? Flying taxis? Oh, wait, we haven't talked about that yet. Oh, crap. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> do you think he Do you think he commissioned an air drone just to pick him up and, like, bring him forward five feet and then down five you feet? You obviously haven't seen that movie with Kevin Hart and um, that other guy where he's a very rich person in a wheelchair. Duh. You blind... Uh, the Upside? Yeah, that's it. My mom, my mom wants to see that movie. I never saw the trailer for it yet. Have you? Does it look like a, I, it look, I would, does it look like a good feel good movie? Yes, I would definitely go see it. I like I want to see it, but I I want to see it when it's free and not when I have to pay for it because it's based on a French novel, from what I understand. Except that it's based on one chapter of a French novel. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, that seems yeah. a little dubious. 
Okay, so without any exit ramp in sight, <laughs> one can assume that this guy just launched himself down the stairs and made the best of it. Yeah, really. Or or he would have to have somebody, like, help him every time, basically, right? Well, yeah, getting up those stairs, he'd have to, like, just ask someone, like, hey, like, do you want do you want to earn five bucks <laughs> for, like, two minutes of work? <laughs> and then the guy would just be looking around for back alleys and dumpsters going, like, uh, I don't know, man, what... What are you? That's funny because no, 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 not that. I need to go up the you stairs. You say that, but I was thinking once he gets up the stairs, he's gonna be like, "All right, now want to make an extra thirty and come and give me a sponge." <laughs> yeah, let's t- let's take this into overtime. <laughs> How would you like some bonus? How would you like some bonus hours? So yeah. Anyway, um, Hyundai, uh, Hyundai. I guess th- this is a very, very concept. Uh, from what I understand, they actually don't have like a fully working concept as far as what they actually envisioned this car doing but pretty much they they envisioned this car being able to you know get through uh massive amounts of snow and snow banks uh to climb over <laughs> I rocks love this one of, of an ambulance driving through rubble yeah that, well i mean like that's actually kind of a uh like that would be super useful or even like an ambulance you know what i mean or a fire truck like to to be able to the size of this vehicle uh, depending on how much weight it can lift, to be able to fill it up with either water or, you know, the foam that they use. Or heck, even yet, even better, they could have some of the foam on the top, and then the inside could be an actual medical vehicle. So it could be a two-in-one. And if you add in, like, a droid or something to, like, uh, you know, your local EMH program, uh, maybe Mark 4 or 5, because, you know, Mark 1 was a little bit snarky, um, you could even have a, a holographic doctor. Star Trek is I like the one I'm where it, uh, it shows like how one one of their elevates just quickly beats the whole getting out of the snow problem by simply walking out. Yeah, no, I love that actually, <laughs> and like that would actually come in handy because recently with all of the snowfall, I know a lot of people get uh, plowed into their parking lots or plowed into their spot or plowed into their driveway, and you have to spend a long time trying to get yourself out. I in fact helped uh, two people who live above my work i i helped push them out and dig them out took me about 20 30 minutes for each car the other day like during the crazy snowstorm i was just trying to help them get to work and um yeah so something like this would definitely come in handy however i know at least one person who is probably trying to get the cfo of hondai um you know under treason or some shit do you know who that person is the guy who designed the uh the mako from mass effect no, but I don't think I made it that far in the game, so I don't know what you're talking about. It's the vehicle you use to drive around planets. Oh, that's cool. Didn't know that. No, Donald Trump, because with this vehicle, you could just walk over his stupid fucking useless wall. <laughs> like, uh, like when he was saying, oh, those those Mexicans, they have they have expensive cars, they have fast cars, they've got great cars, better than better cars than. Then my security, then the uh, homeland or whatever the fuck he said. This is the cars he was yeah, talking about. We can't have personnel on. We can't have personnel on the ground to actually catch them because they got those super fast cars. They <laughs> hey, put those Mexican jumping beans in their gas. Come team. down here so right I can arrest wall. you. Lower the vehicle. <laughs> it's not fair, Donald. <laughs> their car should be weighed down because it's got like twenty people in it. <laughs> Oh my god! And this thing would probably be oh able god. to just that, go that through all great. the streams and rivers, and nobody'd ever have to swim through another. And I'm not just saying America, 
but like anywhere in the world, really, like th this would be hella useful for useful for um, um, people trying to immigrate, whether it be legally oh, or especially, not. Especially with all these circuses closing down, now the clowns can buy oh these my things, gosh. fill them up with 20, 30 Mexicans. They can reveal their tricks and just be like, okay, I'll get you over the wall, but you can't tell anybody how I crammed you all you in You know here. what, though? And then they just drive up to the wall. And anytime like a, a border patrol guy comes along, he squirts him with a seltzer bottle, goes like a whoop whoop, like honks his nose and then drives off. <laughs> I just love the idea of clowns finding new lines of work since the, since all the uh, the environmentalists and the PC people are closing down the circuses for their inhumanity. Plus the fact that clowns are just gross, creepy, demon looking things. So it'd be great to see the other lines of uh, sketchy work that they can get themselves involved into, like becoming coyotes. This guy, this coming from a person who reviews horror movies featuring clowns. Um, Frank, what was the last one we did with a clown? I'm just uh, assuming you've done we, it. We didn't review the It movie. Well, we re we reviewed the uh, the original. Oh, sorry. Uh, who? The 90s sorry. It, My bad. I Curry. meant this coming from the guy who holds a contest and gives away. Uh, creepy clowns as the contest prize. <laughs> yeah, well, Moneybags Sheldon handles the actual prizes. I'm just still waiting for that Patreon to trickle. $20 Moneybags Sheldon, eh? <laughs> Come on, Daddy needs Timbits. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, uh, this thing, I could actually, like, this would be really cool if they did make something like this because obviously, as we said, it could be used for emergency purposes. It would all. Handy capable people. Yeah. Uh, it would also be great for even tourism to be able to, um, I don't want to say rock climb, but go through um, very difficult Traffic. terrain <laughs> uh, to be able to get to, you know, a certain peak of a mountain or something so that, you know, you can show people how pretty it is up there or something. I would love to see this getting through traffic. You've just like, there's a big traffic what jam, I... the legs open up and then they spread out and they just simply drive over. Oh, this has totally been a thing for a while, actually. They just drive over all the um, cars. China has actually been investigating having trains and streetcars that actually run over traffic. So that like their buses and whatnot, they all, it would have like a, another like a, a bus stop would be like a two-level building so you'd go up to the second floor to catch your bus because all like it's just the wheels that are down on the road so the cars can still drive under them and pass through them and whatnot so this isn't really a new concept i think the newest part of it is that it's smaller um and that it's also it like it comes up and down a little easier but i think that uh, this would be great for tourism as well and also how the fuck is, isn't uh this going to mars Well, partly because there isn't too many places to go on Mars. The tourism industry kind of sucks right now. I guess. Well, I don't know. At least this would solve this would solve know. road wait rage until, for sure. Wait until there's at least two Starbucks and Tim Hortons there. Then you've got a reason to drive around on Mars. True. Otherwise, you just land your fucking shuttle, you look outside and go, same but as anywhere every else, time, and then walk back in the shuttle. And every time there's a Starbucks or McDonald's or something like that, there's always some asshole that's fucking pissing me off, giving me just, just all I want to do is just rip their head off. Just want to get out of my car, rip their head off. Oh, are you feeling road rage, man? Just a little bit. Zen moments. Uh, calm blue ocean. If calm only there ocean, was a car that could just use autonomous features to read the passenger's emotions. But, hey, lucky you. 
At CES, we saw Kia unleash a nice component to their uh, self-driving cars. People want all these self-driving cars all around. But you know what? They're not really going to let you drive alone. Like, you'll be, like, still driving somewhat. It'll be like driving assistance. You're never alone, Mike. Nope, not with this computer. Using the read system, which will enable you to basically... It will sense your moods and... I guess it's a, you know, I read more of this somewhere else, but on this page that I loaded into the notes, I think I fucked up, <laughs> <laughs> but I was reading it somewhere else and it, uh, it does things like uh, either uh, adjusting the lights, maybe messing around with the temperature. Like if it feels like you're getting too uh, depressed or something, I guess it reads your eyes. Yeah, it uses something called biosignal recognition technology. And it will uh, alter certain aspects of the cabin to lift your mood. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Now, I would love to see if if it handles, like, what its solution is for road rage. Because if I was handling this, I know that I would instantly start playing, like, the best of the carpenters. Oh, my God. So that, like, could you imagine this scenario? No, no, right away, no. You cut in front of somebody, and, like, you realize this guy is pissed, he's furious. Somehow, yeah, you bump into each other, you're both on the side of the road, and you know he's going to come out, but he's, like, stomping on the windshield, and then, like, not the windshield, the, uh, the steering wheel. <laughs> and then he opens up his glove compartment, reaches for something, and you're like, oh, fuck, it's a gun. It, it, it's a baseball bat. Fuck, I'm going to die. I... I'm going to die. I'm, this is where I'm going to die. You've got 911 on speed dial. You're just waiting for him to come out. And then he just throws open the door. Sing your own type of music. And it, and, reach, and you realize that it was like a microphone in the glove compartment. Because it goes into full karaoke mode. Huh. No. And like, you, you've already made the call. And by the time the, uh, the cops show up, you and him are both like sitting on the curb like sing sing a song oh my god no no i say no i say nay no so you're pro road rage uh no i just don't want to hear somebody You'd singing the he carpenters just the car with all these strobe lights going on trying to calm them down that's just they would it would that's freaky dude and weird now if it was well, the beebs what do you think the car if it was do? the beebs then that'd be a little bit different of a story uh, I don't know. I think I'd really want to hurt. I, like, if my heart rate is up, and I'm hearing, uh, baby, 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 oh, oh, baby, 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 baby. Wow, you're you're so far behind on your beaver, dude. That came out like ten years ago. He's got way better music than that he's now. I just music. want you to know that. <laughs> he, he's still doing music. Yes, he does a lot of um, more more electronic type of music now. I mean, like, he still does his, like, that sort of stuff, but he features on a whole lot of electronic music these days with, like, DJs and stuff like that. That's pretty much the only good music he makes anymore, actually, is the ones that he's featured on, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, so, I mean, I don't know. I guess this is pretty damn cool, but uh, did they say, like, how how much of a concept it is or if it's actually something that's going to be coming out anytime soon or anything about that i don't know is this article actually 
informative because no. I'm looking at it Click and it bait. just says that it will analyze a person's emotional state. But it's not saying what it actually does in relation to no. that. Like what it does to actually alter your mood or calm you down or cheer you up. Well, yeah, exactly. This is a fucking terrible article. I apologize. So another episode. I think I'm more in, I, I more appreciate the concept than digital. Okay, do not go to digitaltrends.com. Their articles suck. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of um, concepts, another concept um, that I'm guessing this company actually kind of stole from that old man Wolverine movie. What was it called? Oh, the one with Wolverine in it. Um, you know, the guy's name, his name is he's, he's, he's Logan. And then he's I already like, fucking he's answered like, you. Uh, he's, he's Wolverine. <laughs> but yeah, so in that movie, they actually have, um, if you remember the one scene where there's a... Uh, 18-wheeler kind of ca- cargo. It's just it's just the back of it. And it actually runs them off the road. Um, somebody saw that and decided to actually try and make that a thing. So this company called uh, Enride, uh, or Enride, E-I-N-Ride, so Enride or something? Anyway, um, they're actually... Einride. Einride. Yeah, that, that actually makes a lot more sense. Uh, they're actually... Uh, working on this concept that is pretty much a uh, commercial uh, autonomous uh, T-pod, and that means truck pod. So basically the back end of a truck that is completely autonomous, driven solely by um, technology and artificial intelligence, uh, big computer, satellites, radar, sonar, all that sort of stuff, and this is going to be uh, going down the road by itself with no person driving it. So, I mean, I, I personally think that something like this is really cool. Right now, they're uh, they've been testing it um, in different uh, commercial installations around the world, uh, just kind of like in um, I want to say places like shipyards and stuff like that, uh, like ports, um, just to kind of test it out, warehouses to see. <clears throat> You know, if it can get around other trucks, uh, how it manages to find its own, um, you know, destination, which uh, which loading bay is its and stuff like that. So they're they're very at the beginning of this process. But having something like this be able to leave a production company or to leave a uh, sorry, not production company, a production facility and then drive right to its destination, needing no stops other than to charge, I'm assuming. Uh, because I'm going to guess that this is going to be electric, although I don't believe that they mention it in this article. If you want to cut out all drivers entirely, you would have to have like a uh, like a no-contact platform that the truck would simply drive on, sort of like those hands-free charging stations for your phone. So you'd have to put like contact elements either in the tires, so then it just drives over a plate. Which oh yeah, B- no, BMW's already got that. No, 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 BMW's already been doing that. There's a few companies that have actually already already have um, quote-unquote wireless charging for electric vehicles. That's that's the easy part. The hard part. Or you can have like a a truck, or you can have like a carport that's simply run by a staff, and they can plug the plugs in yes. the, uh, the the nozzles. Yeah, on the exactly. Side. I would assume um, it'd probably be a combination of both. Um, I, at first, this is obviously going to be sold, pretty much solely used in smaller working areas. Like, they have a picture of um, the uh, T-Log in Stockholm Epicenter, which is basically um, this uh, 
teapod um, with uh, a couple of girders up the side to hold um, big trees, basically. Like, it's for logging, transportation of logs and stuff, right? Um, so it would probably, it could be used easily for things like logging. It could be used um, in shipping yards and train yards and major warehouses very easily at first. Uh, hopefully we'll see this on the road someday uh, as I personally hate it when 18-wheeler uh, drivers like to fuck with you. Uh, it, would, it would be very nice to see this thing just going at a constant speed, you know, a nice constant speed and and being fully aware of the traffic around it and not being a dickbag although I'm just, i do have to say there's ramifications oh of course but i have to say honestly my favorite innovation in the past few years that i've seen um regarding um 18 wheelers and shipping things in them is a few years ago and i forget the company that did it they actually had a um a projection screen or um like an led screen or something on the back of the truck where basically it showed you everything that was in front of the truck. So it basically makes the truck invisible. It makes it like a, a giant window. So if you're sitting behind the truck, you can see everything that is in front of that truck. You can see if there's a deer it's about to hit. You can see the car in front of it. You can see little Bobby in the back seat mooning the driver. It's your little snuff film. Yeah, well, it's... You can, you can watch this thing just plow through deer and just be like, glad that it's wasn't It's traffic me. voyeur, right? So that was personally my favorite because that's the, the, the hardest part about being stuck behind a truck is you can't see anything in front of it. So I think that should be, you know, definitely something we should focus our attention on. But something like this in, you know, five to ten years, this is going to make a huge difference in uh, the world of uh, transportation technology when it comes to uh, commercialism or commercial transport. I'm just worried about the side effects. Like, how many sad children won't be able to look at this thing throw their hands up and and get like the truck to honk its horn that's like one thing we need truck drivers for and another thing we need truck drivers for are all the industries around trucking like how many truck stop hookers are going to be suddenly not being able to feed their kids now i guess yeah and and they won't about, be able to buy really cool minivans and the reduced sales in in roll rollades hemorrhoids hemorrhoid cream all, all these industries that rely on truckers and their various health complications and sexual deviancy are going to be suffering for it, but I guess that's the cost of progress. I just want the listeners to know that I tried to, to veer away from this before he went too far. He went too far. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried to get out of it. I gave him, I handed him a segue. He didn't take it. I apologize. <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, like some people, they're in the mini. Some people want a minivan. Some people want a taxi cab. But to quote Das Racist, I'm in the minivan. I'm in the taxi cab. I'm in the combination minivan and taxi cab. Because Mercedes has released a concept vehicle which can go from carrying humans to packages in five minutes. And you wanted a Tron vehicle? Take a look at this motherfucker. Whoa. Doesn't this thing look ripping? This looks like... This looks like a Transformers fetus. <laughs> like, before it decides if it's going to be Autobot or Decepticon. Yeah, it's kind of true. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, it, it's really great. It's in, it's, it's called the uh, the Vision Urbanetic. And this thing, I don't think I can describe it any better. I would describe it as so, like the ultimate fucking party Uber. Oh my god! Definitely, that thing would be so. It, or, or the interior is. It, it feels like the futuristic version of Cash Cab. Yes, <laughs> I could totally see Cash Cab using this for the next season of Cash Cab. The inside is called basically the lounge because this thing looks lush. Oh man, it looks so nice. So, like, 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 this can be replacing limos for the prom experience. Imagine this. You and a bunch of friends, you just decide you want to hit the, uh, you want to hit the scene in style. You just want to enjoy some nice drinks, some apparently new Justin Bieber music. <laughs> while you, while you're just like, we're going to have a great time. This is going to be the beginning of the rest of our lives. Woohoo. And forget limos, overpriced limos or... Didn't you talk about limos before recently with me about how there was like this one like ghetto limo that didn't even have like Bluetooth in it? I doubt it. I've never been in a limo. No, but I think we were talking about like for uh, like were we ta- weren't we talking about like rented limos for proms or something? Maybe. Oh yeah, we were talking for a movie or something. Maybe we were talking about that on one of our other shows. Pop chatter. Try pop chatter. Listen to pop chatter. No. <laughs> It was definitely the graveyard shift. You sure it wasn't Pop Chatter? Now on the Pop Chatter, Pop Chatter, Pop Chatter network? Pop Chatter? Group Nexus? Nexus Chatter? Anyway. Chatter Nexus? The one thing I'm confused about is the inside of this. These windows, instead of having like a nice, solid, open glass, they just decide, what if you wanted, what if you were inside a leopard and the spots It's like Jordy's fucking glasses from Star Trek. If the designer was on acid, or like those those '80s sunglasses the... that looked like they were the back of '70s cars, the fastback cars, you know, <laughs> like it's terrible. There's weight. Like you're 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 actually losing a lot of sight with all of those. Oh, this looks like Kanye's sunglasses when he was doing that uh, that harder, better, faster, stronger like these, video. The, the, that's actually a the Venetian blind glasses. Terrible, terrible way to have. Um, glass like it should just be all glass because you're actually losing there's so many blind spots now i mean it looks cool but there's so many blind spots on it it's ridiculous yeah well it's a good thing you don't need those spots because you'll probably be inside listening to all this music looking at all these warped track lighting around and there's plenty there's standing room in it so you can still get that whole woo i'm in a limo experience and you won't have to deal with the driver that's putting up your uh, shitty screaming and terrible music. Yeah. I guess. And this, thing, and this thing can be easily retrofitted. You just rip out the seats. Like, I guess, like, well, I guess, like, there has to be, like, some feature to rip out the seats. Because then it becomes a, uh, a cargo van. So, boom. It's like a little version of those teapods. I guess. That's kind of true. So that's great. You can just throw that shit in when you're moving and just be like, I'll have all this shit done. And then you can like take a nice drive and meet it when it gets there. And then you can unpack it and you're good. So this would be this would be a nice addition for U-Haul or Avis or any of those other. Wait, Avis rents cars not moving. What are some of the other moving Budget? companies? U-Haul? Yep. I-Haul? They-Haul? We all haul for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. So... And you don't have to wait long with me. If there's a bit, I'm going yeah. for it. 
So I don't know. I think that's really this, cool, uh, man. I I would totally take that as, uh, like if that was like a future taxi or something, I would definitely take that. I have to say, but or just touring. Vegas. Oh yeah, exactly. But I have to say, um, I would take the air taxi over that. Um, Ooh, tell me about the air so taxi. So Bell, uh, which is a, a helicopter company. Uh, Bell Helicopter, a Textrong incorporated company. Uh, they're a global helicopter. Not the not the media company. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I am getting freaking so annoyed with these stupid messages being like, "Oh, text this to people to give you know five seconds donated for every send." Bell, let's talk. No, you have to send that through a text message for them to be able to count it. If you send it through Messenger or through Instagram or through WhatsApp, they can't fucking track it so they don't donate anything so you're just fucking spamming me so stop sending it to me no oh, yeah and they don't need, like what's their record on mental health for their own employees not to mention their own fucking customers the mental health of the people you're overcharging for data fucking canada has the highest not only the highest um like dollar per megabyte amount of what we're paying on our friggin uh cell phones but also the highest profit for the companies Every other company in the world makes less money per megabyte because they're charging less per megabyte because they don't need to charge as much per megabyte. Canada just allows them to do it, so we're being overcharged. But oh, ah, that's another conversation. I'm going to get all fucking road rage again, and I'm going to have to go find that stupid Kia booth. <laughs> so, <laughs> And I'll just, I'll just have to start being up to you like, uh, uh, yeah... They may try to tell you there isn't a song worth singing. <laughs> I'll just start singing the Barney theme song. That'll make me feel better. Uh, anyway, you love me. Here's a funny podcast ASAP. What? XAP. I said let's podcast ASAP. Oh, yeah, that makes much more sense than podcast XAP. Extremely yeah, I'm a little more when you're not podcasting. talking over me. Is that what it is? So tell me about this Tron cycle copter thing. It's so because it looks fucking it's, bitchin'. It's by uh, Bell, who's um, a, a well-known, long uh, manufacturing company. They've been around forever. Like if you remember Mash, that um, the helicopter that they used in Mash, that was a Bell. Uh, the the old school uh, Vietnam slash Korean War style helicopter with that big bubble in the front that's made by Bell. Uh, so they, they've been around helicopters forever. Uh, they're now trying to take on the, uh, I guess, Air Uber business, which is kind of technically a thing because I guess Uber started testing uh, their um, Air Uber service not too long ago. I'm not sure if that was with test dummies or not, but they did start tests. I know that. So this is Bell's um, foray into the air taxi, like the commercial, uh, low range, uh, low altitude air taxi business, basically. So it's, Oh yeah. And the VTOL blades look fucking Oh, they're massive. Baller. They've got, they've got a little bit of, uh, uh, what looks like, um, uh, protectant around them. It looks like they have a mesh so that you're not just going to be able to put your hand up through it. So that's good. You know, any children around won't be doing that. Uh, because they are, they do look a little low. They don't look quite like, like you could walk, you'd have to maybe bend down depending on how tall you are to get under them, just like a re regular helicopter. Um, so this seats four people. Um, 
I'm assuming it'll be autonomous because that's where kind of everybody's going. But honestly, dude, this thing looks so freaking kick ass. I don't care where it's going, what it's doing. Uh, I would totally be all down for this. It's going to be a hybrid electric propulsion system. It's going to be uh, very much like a lot of the uh, Harrier jets. If uh, people know what a Harrier jet is, probably more than any helicopter I can mention that does this. But the Harrier jet is that jet that you see in what was uh, Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I believe it was, where he lifts up uh, off the ground in the plane a, vertically and then the engines kind of turn and now he can fly forward. Uh, yeah, that's what this does. So the propellers lift you up and then they move uh, forward to be able to propel you um, on your way, basically to be able to go faster and more efficiently forward. So that is super friggin' cool, way efficient. Uh, oh, no, so it seats four people plus the pilot. So that won't take long to replace, but uh, this thing's super cool. It's going to save uh, fuel because it's going to be a hybrid electric vehicle, even though it is uh, a air-based one. That's freaking amazing. There's no... Yeah, well, it was designed to use various drivetrain configurations, which means that with very with it can painlessly uh, eventually become a fully electric aircraft as soon as battery density yeah. is fixed. Because if you made this a fully batteries thing base thing you'd instantly you you probably cut your travel distance in half simply because that battery weight is drawing your energy exactly and it's even uh it's even capable of uh flying if uh one of the rotors actually fails it they have backup systems to allow the others to compensate so that it can land uh using the others uh safely Although, what happens if you burn out more than one? I guess they don't really have any safety features for that. Um, but it, it, It's assuming that if anything does fuck up, it'll happen one at a time. So I guess as long as it begins immediately like looking for a roof to land on, you're good. Yeah, exactly. And it seems to have... Uh, it's got So it's got the uh, different propellers, the four different uh, propellers, but it also has a turbine... Uh, or, yeah, turbine turbo engine... Um, that will be sucking and blowing out air just above the cabin as well. So that's going to give... It's gosh, she's gone from suck to <laughs> So that's going to give you a little bit of extra push, um, which is kind of cool. But the inside of this thing looks super futuristic and comfortable. Um, I can't wait for this to become a thing because I really want to be able to, uh, you know, go up to the roof of my building and hop in one of these air Ubers and fly over to, you know, my next gala event. Oh, uh, yeah. And there's just... You know, sitting in a... Like, <laughs> wherever you're going... Nice try, Mike. Nice try. That was, that was a good effort. That was a good effort. Sometimes there's just no segue. <laughs> well, you know, sitting in a car, like, most drivers and passengers are expecting more than just, like, basic information from their car's instruments. And luckily, a new experience from Samsung subsidiary, Samsung subsidiary, good luck saying that three times yeah. fast, is CES. Harman is now going to change that by connecting car systems to the rest of our lives. Have you seen what the Harman system is capable of? I guess it wants to keep all of your features in Harman. Oh my god. 
it has this, uh, well, it takes metrics like your speed, your gas level, your mileage, and it uh, puts it up in an easy to read display with extra features like turn-by-turn -turn navigation, multimedia player, featured menus, and it's going to be integrated with Google, Alexa, Bixby. They also have Bixby. a feature. Who the fuck uses Bixby? Feature. Apparently Samsung. So there's a facial recognition feature which monitors the driver to compare to capture your biometric data and offer augmented reality experiences like the e-mirror surround Oh, view I can't wait for and those. contextual navigation systems with cloud stored profiles which means you could get into someone else's car and as long as I guess you're on the plan it could be like, "Oh, well, now welcome to you." So this is ideal for a car shared between spouses. So you know when you're if you have like a wife who has or just like a partner who has a different body type yeah. than you anytime that you get in you have to adjust the seats the temperature all that because this thing recognizes you it would be like all right adjusting the settings to your personal profile huh. this is where the shit really comes in handy the fact that it's like hello rich and then boom the seat adjusts for the fact that you are a gangly string bean motherfucker <laughs> rather than your your wife who is normal size. That would be so amazing. I hate readjusting everything I get in the car. Every or sorry, everything every time I get in the car. It's so annoying. Yep, different heating settings. Like if one partner gets colder than the other, then you know you don't want your car to be a sauna if you start it up and you get inside. So as soon as it says, "Oh hi, Rich," then boom, seats adjusted. Maybe radio adjusted to your preference. So. This is great, like cars that recognize different users. Well, not just that, but also the integration. Integrated. It's always been integrated. But just the ease, because the, this, the way that they are talking about it here makes it seem as if it's going to be very simple to get your device attached, have your apps work, have everything work. I've got a 2017 Honda, Honda Fit, home. and it is a piece of shit. The infotainment, the infotainment system in it is fucking terrible. It is so bad. All I can basically do is just hook up my own Bluetooth to it. There's no, uh, there's no Android car. There's no fucking mirroring, like unless you have an iOS device, in which case everybody does it for an iOS device. iOS device is the best. <laughs> but man, th th this is good integration because think about it. You're Fuck up in your iOS. condo. You're up in your condo. You are like Fuck way that. too far away to grab your keys and you press the, like your auto starter for your Fuck car because you're like 14 floors up. You just tell your Alexa in your apartment, Alexa, start my car. Boom. By the time yeah. you get in, it's heated or it's cooled depending on the temp depending on the temperature, and your music is already up. Your seats are already adjusted for oh you. Oh my gosh. How? That sweet would is be that? sweet. It would be even sweeter if I didn't have to drive the car though. Because if it could do all that and then drive me to where I want to go, I could sit in the back and enjoy Hollow Ride. Have you? Did you see this, Mike? No, I haven't. But I'm about so, to. What is Hollow Ride? Is a concept brought to you by Audi and Disney. And I swear to God, Disney, if you buy Audi, I I don't even know what's left. Like, what the fuck else do I do? Like, Jesus. But anyway, so it's this concept, basically, where you're going to sit in the back of the car <laughs> and you're going to put on a pair of VR goggles and the car ride now becomes a game. So, Mike, if you want to mute your, your uh, system here and watch, watch this video, um, 
so that you can kind of see exactly what they're talking about. you might actually have to pause it because it's terrible. ah i don't know about you, but it just it keeps skipping for me. so i always have to pause it and let it go. but anyway i don't know. i'm in love with this girl in the back seat. she is she's also like sixteen or something, dude. yeah she looks it. calm the fuck down, brother. jesus. it might be legal, but it's definitely wrong. she looked about twenty something. she looks twenty something to me. i think you're pushing it. anyway maybe 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 that's just like my internal logistics like <laughs> so anyway um it, it basic so it's going to turn your your whole ride into a um a vr game so it's kind of like if you've seen any of those um vr uh roller coasters so when you're on the roller coaster when you're turning left whatever if you happen to be in a spaceship quote unquote in your uh in your vr world that you're wearing then now your spaceship is turning left and and now you're going through loops and your spaceship is is trying to get behind an enemy fighter or something so it takes the movement of the car the stopping the starting the acceleration the turning it turns it all into parts of the game and it just looks so freaking cool i actually quite enjoy the um the more cartoony version that they show so if, if you're actually watching the video and you can find this video yeah so this video is kind of neat starting with a nice pan of the city yeah it is super neat with a nice pan of the city are you gonna say anything while i'm watching this are you gonna say anything while i'm watching it oh so we're in cunt mode okay yeah, yeah, no, fuck you. <laughs> fuck Apple. Fucking iPlay. iOS. Still oh pissing me off. Oh my god, this kid... Is... So... I, I think these VR goggles are replaced with LSD in the... I, I know. In the, in the... It looks so cool. The the, the dinosaur, it, they show a quick dinosaur thing where she's flying around like a dinosaur. Although for some reason she's <laughs> in the backseat flapping her fucking arms. She's in a... She, it's, like, it's like this girl's in a Pixar tech demo. Yeah, exactly. Now we get to the third one which looks super fucking cool and would be totally fun. And she's, you know, shooting everybody everywhere. And she, uh, just, it looks so much fun. Um, this is the new way to entertain Whoa, your kids in the backseat. Pterodactyls! Definitely. However, coming up here, this is going to, this is the best part of the video. Please watch this video if you're listening. So she, she says, wait, are we there yet? Or are uh, we here now? Fucking streaming, I hate you. No. Uh, but I see a stegosaurus and it's buffering. Oh wow, you're I anyway. So you're gonna you get to the end of the video and the the car comes to a stop sign and stops and she takes off her goggles and says, Oh, we're here now? And then she puts the goggles back on and it keeps driving. But like so she was gonna get dropped off in the middle of fucking nowhere? Is this a serial killing car? Like what I don't understand what's going on here. Is this like Stephen King's car or something? It's just driving her out into the middle of the desert, and it's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it uses the VR to distract people and then bring them out to nowhere, where they then get out of the car wondering where they are, and then it runs you over, and then it drinks your blood to replace its oil that's now been replaced with blood and your genetic code. It's helping to invigorate it and helping it learn and, and take over our species. <laughs> She's like, are we there already at a crossroads? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, wow, that moon is ridiculously close. 
I think that's clouds, but yes, it does kind of look like a moon. That is it. Anyway, it's a really fucked up video. It looks so cool. I cannot wait for something like this to be real. I want this in my car right now so that I can force my wife to drive me everywhere. <laughs> and I got to say um, that uh, I just, I want it so bad. It I love Audi's concepts. This is pretty darn great. Like, especially if you're going on like really long trips, like to Toronto. Yeah, exactly. Although, like, like, like for the for Ubers and stuff like that, it would be perfect. I wonder if like VR. Well, I wonder if VR causes like eye strain or if there's any. Because uh... one thing I love the stats here. Like they have it as a as a bragging point. Like the initial assessment, like. 39% of people thought they would su suffer severe reactions. 43% uh, thought that they would suffer, that they would have like moderate uh, complications. And only 18% thought they'd have no sickness. But actually, when they're actually experienced, only 53% experienced no sickness. So uh. only, only half of these people didn't regret putting on these goggles. I would still try it. That's the bragging point. Only half of the people who wore this felt bad. The other half were 20 and only a quarter. Only 27% of people had a severe negative experience with this with this setup. <laughs> only, oh, the oh, bragging point. This is, this, this is solid. <laughs> only a quarter of our people really had a bad time. Uh, uh, that's so damn good. Well, we've seen some great things, but I have to say, the last entry just might be iconic. Ooh, does it have? Is, is it two uh, two identical twins wrestlers from Australia? Uh, what? Never mind. Never mind. I'm talking about the icon concept car. It was initially revealed in 2017, but. It's gone through quite a couple of revisions, and it's looking a whole lot better this year. It has four motors, dig that, four motors that deliver 405.7 pound-feet of torque with a proposed range of 435 to 497 miles per charge. It could charge 80% of its capacity in under 30 minutes, and it can charge wirelessly without human assistance. And just look inside this thing. It looks like a fucking shuttle from Star Trek. Oh, it looks so cool. And, hey, remember that party vehicle that had those fucking stupid windows? This thing is all windows. And it's great. Look at all I, these windows. I, you got the sunroof. You got the side. It's also an Audi. Did you notice that? It's another Audi product. Hey, Audi looking good. This has, like, some of the best interior and exterior designs in a concept vehicle, and it intends to make a production vehicle based on this by 2021. No idea how much it will cost, though, but it'll probably be an arm and a leg. But it might be worth that arm and a leg, because as long as you keep your eyes, you'll enjoy these amazing views. I would love for cars to start looking more like this. Not only because... <coughs> It's beautiful. It's also more economical. Um, the less, you know, it doesn't have any mirrors on it, so that's less drag, which um, stops you from burning as much fuel, whether that be gasoline, uh, yeah. electricity, or whatever you power your car with. No I steering wheel. No steering wheel or pedals. 
Yeah, it's just everything is much easier um, and much sleeker. All of the windows, I would, I, I love this concept. It's been around for a while, you're right, but they have been uh, making it a little different every year. And I would say so far this year's is definitely my favorite for sure. Yeah. So not too many stats on it because it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. But but I have it's to say beautiful. this is just a great. You don't need any any stats. You just need to look at it. That's all you need to do. Yeah, just this look looks at like it. a Tronny car. The fucking, the fucking Audi symbol on the front of it lights up. Do you need yeah. anything more than that? Come on. Yeah, it's got like a beehive grill thing all around that shiny logo. If my logo stops lighting up, my girlfriend will kill me. <laughs> and these hubcaps. Look at these hubcaps. They look like little Simon Says, does, doesn't they? Oh, do, does, do, they, do does. they does. They does. They does. <laughs> They definitely does. They does. I think that is a, a great way to finish off um, our vehicle-centric episode of uh, of Techno Babble. Even though it probably ran a little longer than it needed to, but that's just me and Mike having some fun. That's, that's just... why you listen here to us on Tech Chatter. It ran a little longer because our podcast has above-average mileage. <laughs> that's amazing. That was uh, that. That's it. We're done. Uh, that's as good as we get. So, Mike, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, if you want to hear me taking apart not just vehicles, but horror movies, you can check out the Graveyard Shift Horror with Sheldon and Mike, where we review the good and the bad and anything else, any other category that defies good or bad. On our weekly podcast, we uh, will do... Uh, it's got deleted scenes from movies in it that don't show up on the DVD, so it's always exclusive content that we deliver to our listeners. You can also check out the Playing With Power podcast, finishing up the year of 1996 right now, which pretty much saying goodbye to the Super Nintendo era and wit and uh, bearing witness to 1997, the year of the N64, and all of its d bad Batarang controller and Dorito graphics goodness. <laughs> As well as a return to the taste test, retro gaming with flavor. Uh, our main co-host Brandon, he's got a, uh, he'll show up every now and then. <laughs> he's a, it's not the most regular podcast, but it is, it is a fun time. Plenty of uh, skits that have to do with the games. And that seems to be it for now. I do have my fingers in other pies. I can't announce them yet, but stay tuned for 2019. Going to be the year of Mike doing lots of podcast stuff. Rich, you're not sitting on your hands this year. What else are you going to be doing? Uh, well, you can hear me here on Tech Chatter. You can also hear me on one of our other uh, Nexus Chatter shows. That's facebook.com slash Nexus Chatter. Um, or no, wait, is it Chatter Nexus? No, it's Chatter Nexus. It better yeah. be. Yeah, it's Chatter. Facebook.com slash Chatter Nexus. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me here. You can find me on Pop Chatter. That's C H A T R. Uh, that'll be coming out soon, as soon as we switch over this feed. So if you're still subscribed to the Podbean.com um, XML feed or RSS feed, unsubscribe to that, resubscribe to the new feed. It'll have the new tech chatter logo on there make sure you subscribe to that because the geek fallout feed is going away we will be rebranding that uh, as pop chatter that'll be coming out shortly and you'll be able to catch me there coming up with the 
new episode, uh, you, me, and Eugene from Epically Geeky will be chatting about what's best for Hollywood, what we think should be the next big Hollywood anthology film series to replace, you know, Star Wars or Harry Potter or The Mortal Engines or um, one of those other ones that didn't go very far. Why would you want a mortal engine? Electric engines are just fine. Le- less less humans getting caught in the gears. That is true. Maybe you want a mortal engine so that you can't power off your device. Well, that's not an option. Well, that is... Well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> did you see that mortal engine movie? I don't know. Uh, not yet. I don't think it's out. But you know it what was, I do know what it is? And was it, not well it, received. It is certainly time for you to power off your device. Bye.